This podcast is part what? of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network what? at www.tpsradio.net. for TPS Radio, Mike, James, Raw, Triple H is a broken arm, Brock Lesnar quits, and Paul Heyman's back, Mike. Yay! Paul I'm Heyman's del- back. Paul, your hero. I know, I was, uh, that, I, actually, I was sitting watching Raw, and my sister was next to me, and she knows nothing of wrestling these days. She was actually sitting watching Gossip Girl on her laptop with, with headphones in, and then, but then she was watching it, and she, and she suddenly heard me go, well, Fuck me! As soon as Paul Heyman wore down. <laughs> and she went, Mike, I'm sorry, but this really is a surprise. Yes. I know, I mean, it, was just, it was so cool. And also a very good idea. Who else, who else to represent, as it were, Lesnar? It was a great idea, wasn't it? To have him cut. He, he cut one hell of a promo. Well, he, he, did, a, he did a cool promo... What 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 is the thing about Heyman is he never changes, does he? It's always over the top. It's always a bit weird, if you see what I mean. It's it's always a bit kind of in your face. You know what I mean? But it was it was sort of classic Heyman, really, wasn't it? You know, vintage Heyman, as Michael Cole, the oh. idiot, would say. I never thought I'd hear you quote him again. I can't stand him. Um, uh, I, what I don't get about Michael Cole though at the moment, what? he's a yes. face when it comes to Brock Lesnar. And then he's a heel when it comes to other things. He can't well, even, mind up. Well, even more confusing is he's usually a heel, but then on Raw the other day, when uh, when Lauren Ide has attacked Cena and stuff like that, he was suddenly siding with John Cena. So, yes. see, so seemingly they want to have him as a heel, but the idea is that um, Lauren Ide and what's-his-face, um, Lesnar, are so bad that even Michael Cole goes to the other side, you know? Perhaps that's the idea. Maybe. Maybe. Something like that, you know. Because uh, they have to have some benchmark, I suppose, for exactly. what is good and exactly. Definitely. What do you think of the whole thing about making Lesnar a heel? I don't know. It's a... I think it's an odd idea, because I, cause I, you actually rather surprised me last week, because you... I didn't know this before. You said you're not a big fan of Lesnar's, didn't you? No. I didn't, I, I didn't know that about you. I never liked Brock Lesnar, ever. No? Um, no, and it's not to do with any potential reports of him being a diva backstage or anything like that. It was just that I didn't like him. Having said that, I will happily say he's, he's one of the biggest draws, if not during the time he was there in 2002 or 2003 when The Rock and Austin left, you could argue he was the biggest draw in WWE, definitely. Um, and, and a, you know, a pay-per-view pusher. Um, Def- yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or, or, or he, he, he had become that yeah. by the time he then fucking well went. No, exactly. And he means a big deal. I mean, I, I never liked him because of the fact that he kind of quit WWE. Fair enough, he quit on his own. You know, there was, there was a legal feud, and I think WWE were wrong to, to, to have him in that kind of a contract. He, he stuck yeah. his fingers up to the fans because, um, well, some people could say the fans disrespected him at Mania 20. But I, I, I still don't. They had a piss poor match. Um, yes. Fair play to him. He went, um, you know, Goldberg. He let Goldberg go over him. I'd imagine he could have pulled a bit of a fit by that. Both of them were exiting. Uh, but then he did. He did his. He did his um, American football thing, and he quit that as well. Uh, yeah. Then he did the UFC. I could. Under, he had medical problems. Everyone believes that, and that's why he quit. So fair play to him. But yeah, I just never really liked him. But. Uh, he's also I'd like to dislike him if that makes sense it's, it's not like Michael Cole heat you know yeah, it's yeah. Not, is it a bit like you are with The Miz you think he's fun to boo 
Yes, he's yeah, he's he's fun. And let's be honest, yeah, he is. He he makes a perfect bad guy. I think. Um, I don't think he's never going to be a John a John Cena type. Hey, come look at me. Um, you know, um, milky oh, no white way. face. No, but he can be big and bad, and people could get behind him in type of a. It'd be like a Stone Cold originally happened, and the way uh, Goldberg originally happened because he's just awesome. He's kick, he kicks people's ass. He dominates them, and people get behind him. And quite often, when those things happen with Stone Cold, he never changes character. They just put him against heels instead of good guys. It's because of that, though, that I don't really understand why they are making him more heel. Because let's be honest, WWE, although they make some very odd decisions sometimes creatively, they're not complete morons. They have to know that Lesnar's going to always get cheated by someone, you know? Well, Mike, is it art imitating life? Or life imitating art in this case? Because the reports of Brock Lesnar allegedly being a bit of a diva backstage when he was last there... Uh, making making his demands like he is now in his character, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. WWE having a quite a, a fairly public le, um, legal dispute over his contract. Funnily enough, that's happening now. They um, not they did when Brock Lesnar initially left. Part of the contract oh, yeah. said he couldn't compete, didn't it? There was a big le- and yeah. funnily enough, in the storyline, there's another. There's going to be another legal dispute potentially, isn't there? Oh, I thought you meant there was another real one for a second. No, no, not real one. But is it life imitating art? I, you do wonder. The only thing I can think of in terms of life imitating art is either the WWE, as I say, have gone for this slightly weird decision to have him as a heel, or it's genius. Oh, By it's which genius? I, well, this is going to sound a bit strange, right? Either WWF. Um, are being WWE are being very dense in thinking they can make Lesnar a heel, or they're being incredibly clever because they know they know that Cena fans and Lesnar fans are going to be very different dynamics. True. And they, you know, I think you see where I'm coming from. And that if they make Lesnar a heel, it doesn't matter. People who like Lesnar are the sort of fans who have been into WWE maybe a bit. Longer than some Cena fans, uh, uh, but if bear with me here, I don't mean you, obviously. You know, no, but the average Cena fan, the average Cena fan, yeah. And so they're people who probably won't care if he's a good guy or a bad guy as long as he's beating up Cena. So either they're being very dense, or either it is a bit of life imitating art, and they're being utter geniuses. I, I'm just not sure which one. No, no. and I don't think we ever will be with their uncreative department. Ah, oh, Stephanie. Uh, yes. Um, but, but despite how uncreative they sometimes can be, I'm still pretty happy with it at the moment. Yes, but yes. a lot of people have, I think quite rightly, come out and said, WWE, you made John Cena go over, you had this opportunity to potentially make money, uh, like uh, have a comeback John Cena match at SummerSlam, perhaps rather than Triple H, which we think, you know, people think is going to happen, with, yeah. with Brock Lesnar, put Cena out for a few months. You might have that space, because let's be honest, after WrestleMania, from between now and SummerSlam, it's very cute, isn't it? It's very quiet uh, on the pay-per-view front, and in terms of uh, giving them potential to build new stars. But now you've got John Cena away, you know? Um, and obviously you have that Brock Lesnar defeated John Cena, yeah? And you could yeah. still have him break Triple H's arm and be fired if you wanted to remove Brock Lesnar from TV for a while as well. Uh, and a lot of people said the fact that John Cena beat him uh, makes makes having a match at, another match with Brock Lesnar against anyone it makes him that less just that bit less of a badass even though he, you know that bit less of something else and that bit less of a must see because he's already been defeated on, on his first match back that's what a lot of people are saying I mean do you do you agree with that stance or I do I think the only the only thing that maybe would lead me the other way and I emphasise maybe is that by having Cena beat Lesnar, Lesnar being John Laurinaitis's golden boy, if Lesnar had beaten Cena, would there now be any reason for Cena Laurinaitis, if you see what I'm getting at? However, I personally would probably enjoy more seeing an undefeated Lesnar face Triple H than John Cena Laurinaitis, if you see what I'm getting at. So, I think... I hadn't thought about it a hell of a lot since Cena won. But what you say that people are saying does make sense. Because you say the arm-breaking thing from the Kimura lock, you could have done that either way. Yeah, that's a good point. Thank you, Internet. That's a good point. 
Yeah, but yeah, it could have been done either way. You know, if you wanted, and then you could have got rid of Triple H for a bit. Um, you know, uh, would have given him a reason to leave after WrestleMania for a bit. You could have got rid of Brock Lesnar and John, John Cena all into one. He could have destroyed John Cena. You know, you could have said Brock Lesnar because of your actions. Now the board of directors have overruled John Laurinaitis, and you're now gone for a while. Um, if you were going to have Cena disappear, as he supposedly is going to do for a while, is he now though? Is he now? That, he said he was. He said he was going to at the pay-per-view, and then he turns up on Raw, and now he's booked for a pay-per-view match against John Laurinaitis. It is confusing, isn't it? I mean, this, this is what I mean. Is it, is it just a last-minute change of mind? Because if they were going to... If, if Cena is still going to go for a, for a few months or whatever, to, you know, recoup or whatever, then him losing to Lesnar would have made a lot more sense than have a triumphant SummerSlam or eventual Raw Rumble return. But it seems. But the only thing I can think of is, did they have Cena win because they changed their mind and wanted to face Laurinaitis? But if that was the case, why did he cut that promo about leaving after he beat Lesnar? It doesn't quite add up. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Meltzer, I think we discussed at the last um, the last episode, basically said backstage uh, um, people were saying that the reason why Cena won is because they wanted uh, Brock Lesnar to put Cena over their number one man, and not the other way around. Um, Essentially, but I still think you have a feud with John Cena and Brock Lesnar. Cena's gonna, you know, you have to have Cena, the number one guy, win overall in the end anyway, even if he loses the first match. So I think that's a bit of a, you know, whatever yeah. anyway. Um, and yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you have the the good guy win every time, there's no point to the feud. No, and uh, I mean, if John, if Brock Lesnar, I mean, it was an amazing match, but it if Brock Lesnar, yeah, it was yeah. fair, did destroy John Cena. You know, you're going to have more. You're going to have a lot of interest in a rematch then, rather than the other way around. But you want to see John Cena get his revenge. Uh, you know, and I, and I still say, get kicking John, getting John Cena out of WWE. It will let him rest because he's non-stop. Um, yeah. It will let different people get over. You could try new main eventers between now and SummerSlam, and you could you yeah. could have Cena, Brock Lesnar, main event SummerSlam, not necessarily for the title either, but that match, that rematch in itself would be big enough for a SummerSlam main event. Definitely. It all makes sense, but it all hangs on one thing. Cena going for a bit. Yeah, I mean... What... They, that's the thing. If, sorry, if, they, if they've changed their mind on him going, then yes, it all is a bit different, if you see what I mean. Yeah, but Mike, if we rewind to the day after WrestleMania when, when Brock came back, I wouldn't have had him face Cena until SummerSlam anyway. I'd yeah. have had him appear now and again, maybe at the odd pay-per-view, squash mid-card guys, and then start to squash the stars. And then if you wanted to do the Cena-Lesnar feud playoff, do it for SummerSlam, potentially for the title. And then obviously having The Rock come back at WrestleMania, uh, 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 beating Lesnar potentially, and then have a, you know, for the title or something. But I, I, I think they shot, their, they shot their load too early, no pun intended, for, from that. You might be right, because we said that a lot, didn't we, uh, a couple of weeks ago, or whenever it was. Yeah, we said that this match maybe is happening too early. It's just so tricky, isn't it? Because I think SummerSlam, Rock versus Cena, would have been more interesting. I find Triple H versus Lesnar... Fairly interesting, not quite as much, but the the, the only logic again. I, I sound like I'm playing devil's advocate a bit here and going to and fro. But the only thing I can think of as to why they went with the match so soon is to try and keep momentum going after Mania. Yeah, and it'd be interesting to see what the buys are like for this year's Extreme Rules compared to the last. Because uh, this year, obviously, with uh, Brock Cena, uh, you know, it was had big things. It wasn't just. Uh, uh, WrestleMania backlash, whatever, you, like it normally is. Yeah. Um, so it, it definitely had that going into it, and I would, I mean, I'm, you know, that's probably the most excited I've been for a while about a paper, the pay per view after WrestleMania. Definitely, because as you say, it wasn't just a complete rehash. Well, most of it was, but you know. No, exactly. And I, but I would have been had the first match been at SummerSlam. I still would have been. I, I'd like to think ju- just as excited, if not more. Uh, because they've made you wait. But obviously, they decided to go with that. Don't know what's going to happen. As we suggested, Triple H, Brock Lesnar, uh, if you had to, if you were a betting man, you'd probably bet on that as the SummerSlam feud once Triple Got H's it. arms healed up. So, and Mike has now... I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Oh, he's back, he's back, he's back. Uh, fantastic. So my microphone went a bit weird. 
Yeah, I heard something, and I just had dead air, dead air. Um, it was, it was, it was unplugging and plugging in again. Sort of thing. Ah, well, yeah. welcome back, Mike. Hello. So yeah, but indeed, I think you're right. I, I, I think it was a bit too soon to have seen a Lesnar. I, I, I obviously, in a way, I quite like it. Obviously, when we're proved wrong, obviously, because we're fans of the product. Uh, in this instance, it's hard to say. I mean, do, 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 does a bit of you think it, it was good what they did to do it when they did? Um, well, I didn't have any arguments about it. I mean, I, yeah. I, I was happy like you. I'm not unhappy. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. Fantastic match. Um, I thought it was great that John Cena won. It was kind of when you look at the way the feud went from beginning to the to the end of the match, it was almost set up for for the underdog guy to win. Really, yeah, in a way. Maybe. Especially with Edge coming out saying, you know, he must win. Uh, John Cena on a bit of a losing streak, losing to uh, um, Albert or Lord Albert, um, whatever you want to call him. Lord, uh, Te- oh, did you see my tweet the other day? No, well, no. What, what was it? Who gives a fuck about Lord Tensai? Well, the fans don't, do they? Um, he's now destroyed no. John Cena, helped destroy CM Punk, along with a yes, man. Um, yes. And you know, for the first time, he got he got more booze than cheers, obviously because he's going against Punk. Uh, who's... The, thing is, the thing with Lord Tensai is I always quite liked Albert as a Albert. wrestler. Yeah. Albert, yeah. I always quite liked Albert, but I this gimmick is a bit weird. He's he's playing he's an American guy who's gone really Chinese Chinese, Japanese, who yeah. now speaks in who now speaks Japanese in promos with an American accent. And he does the talking, so his manager is essentially doing sod all. Would you, I, say, would you say then, um, going back to, I think he's being booked sim- similar, similarly to the way Umaga was booked when yes. he first came back. Um, I mean, Backlash, or uh, which would have been this year's Extreme Rules, Umaga went up against Ric Flair and, just, and basically beat him. Um, yes, I, I, remember be, I remember being quite upset at the time. Yeah, but would you say Umaga was more over as a heel than uh, than Lord Tensai was back then? I think I think that's a definite yes. But I, Umaga, I'd have to, about Umaga, that, after a month, after like after like about six seven weeks, I think was Umaga as uh, more over than Albert was now. I think at this stage they're kind of similar, but I loved Umaga. He turned out to be brilliant. I thought I thought he turned out to be really really good. And you know, and and all that, but with Tensai, you know, I hope I'm proved wrong. But there's just a couple of bits about the gimmick I don't quite get. With Umaga, it was easy for him to play this mysterious destroying warrior because he couldn't look more different to when he was Jamal in Three Minute Warning, and of course was a crap load better. Albert looks the same. Yeah, he does. Uh- did, did, uh, the other question I've got then for you, Mike, is was the fact that you had the manager who actually spoke English uh, with an accent, Amondo, Alejandro Estrada, yeah? Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that his manager had a lot more charisma than both Albert and his manager combined, um, I think that also, would you say that helped greatly as well compared to the Albert um, and his manager who, you know, you can't understand much English anyway? With it definitely helped. I mean, if you're going to push Albert as this destroying warlord uh, then I think it makes sense if he's silent especially as it turns out when he talks he just sounds like a bloke from Kentucky or, or wherever I don't know American places yeah and they're booking it looks to me they're booking three wrestlers very similarly you've got Brock Lesnar who's a destroyer you've got yep. Lord Tensai who's a destroyer and that other yep. um, and uh, um, uh, Goldberg and RVD's love child who's a, um, a destroyer <laughs> Ryback, yeah. yes. Ryback, yes. Oh yeah, because was it? Because Ryback is because because what was it? Was it an Extreme Rules where Ryback beat the skinniest wrestler of all time? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, people were chanting Goldberg. I mean, uh, uh, funny enough, uh, during during the main going back to the Lesnar Cena match quickly, people yeah. were chanting "Let's go!" Oh, were chanting "Lesnar's going to kill you." Yeah, they were. Yeah, which I which I thought was kind of cool. Yes, um, um, when I went to a pop, or I went to Raw in England, they were chanting to Mark Henry, "Sexual Chocolate." Hey, brilliant! The whole stadium, though. 
Oh, it wasn't just. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't just a just a part of it, which I, which I thought was quite funny. And uh, when Albert, there weren't even Albert chants when he when uh, basically the whole stadium. Yeah, John Cena's mystery opponent going back to that Raw in London. Yeah. Uh, two weeks before Extreme Awards, everyone was like, "Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Brock Lesnar?" People were thinking, "Oh, who's it going to be?" You know. And then the minute yeah. Lord Tensai's music, yeah, you could have heard a pin drop. People did not care, and that whole match was the worst match uh, during Raw and um, the whole of Raw, and had the, the, the probably the you know less reaction than even the Divas match uh, or anything involving the Divas normally does. It kind of says something quite basic about booking in a way. If you've got someone who gets over really quickly, then great. If you've got someone like Lord Tensai who seemingly isn't getting over very quickly, then take the time to build him before you put him with the big guys. Unfortunately, WWE, and this is not a criticism necessarily, but they assume he would get over really quickly. I don't think he has. No, but I don't know how you would. I mean, is it Lord Tensai's fault or is it WWE's fault? I don't think Albert's really done anything wrong. But has he done? Uh, but he hasn't done a lot right. No, th- mm-hmm. potentially no fault through his own. I just think it's a silly gimmick. Yeah, I probably yeah. I think. I mean, I can't. I, I never remember him being amazing on the mic. But when he, when he did speak, excuse me, I think about yeah, amazing on the mic. I think you did. Yes, I did. I do apologise. I, I never think. I never remember him being amazing on the mic. But I don't remember him being really bad either. I barely remember him talking at all, to be honest. All, no, I, rem- uh, all I remember him is doing a power slam, going, yeah! <laughs> well, there you go. That was, that was most of his promos. Yeah! <laughs> I, I don't even... I, I mean, it was bizarre. I mean, back when he was around the first time, I mean, yelling live at Harry, he was like a fucking Wookiee. Yes, but he now, was. Now he's back, he's like a fat, bald, great mooter. It doesn't make sense. No, I... I wouldn't give him a manager. I'd just give him a mic and, yeah, as you yeah. said, book him um, like a kind of like a mid-card level. And potentially, I mean, if you wanted to get him over, I'd probably have him face the big show in a couple of, you know, after his uh, after a month of being around. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Have him have him beat him for the Intercontinental Championship and have him have that Intercontinental Championship being defended at least twice a month, once on Raw, once on the pay-per-view, potentially for the next year and have him undefeated for that title for like a good year plus and then and then you've got like you know um, you could have him face maybe John Cena for an I, for maybe a SummerSlam main event um, in 2013 for the IC title and World Championship belt and have them combine you know have like a double championship thing to get it to, to make the match mean something you've done it again 10 seconds we've put them but it's not very hard, though, Mike. Yeah, but potentially do something like that. At least then, when he if he does lose, he's you know he he was the IC champion undefeated for a whole year, and he lost against John Cena, you know, a big guy, and it's built up. And then that match, even if he's not a big star at that point, you know, people don't want to see him. You've got the I, you know, you've got the IC champion going up against John Cena, winner takes all kind of kind of thing. So that's what I was yeah. thinking. I mean, the thing is that works great. Now we have the hindsight of he's not getting over. So yeah. I think they should do that now. As a yeah, as a quick, almost like a as quick a, fix yeah, kind of U turn. As a as a quick fix, exactly. The fact that he's not got over really quickly is arguably no one's fault. It's just a case of I know it sounds like I'm going back and something. WWE came up with a gimmick that I think is really silly, but yeah. they assumed it would get over. It hasn't. Start again. Yeah, and I think building him slowly is a great idea. I hope they go with this. I hope they're listening to this. They're not. They never do. They ne- TNA never listen to us. TNA never listens. Dixie Carter doesn't listen to anyone. With their 7,000 buys per pay-per-view. Uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, like, like, more people went to Wembley. Yeah. Uh, ten, yeah. Potentially, you know, like a good couple of thousand more people yeah. uh, potentially were in Wembley than, uh, than bought, you know, a pay-per-view from TNA. One, you know, one, one of their pay-per-views. It's true. I mean, I really hope Slammiversary 10 does a bit better. Because their 10th anniversary show doesn't sell well. That tells you how much damage has been done by the last few years booking. Okay, here's a question, Mike. Now, right now, if you were a buying man, yeah? Yeah. Would you pay, as an American, pay the 30 to, say, £20, roughly, give or take a bit, yeah? To watch Slammiversary, would you, now? 
Uh, I'm a bit short on cash at the moment, so no. No, but no, no exactly. But come SummerSlam, if we had uh, Brock Lesnar, Triple H, um, you know, uh, 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 I, I, I still would probably say I'd happily watch SummerSlam, even though yeah. I'm not too sure what's going. Even though we could only guess what one match might be. Yeah, I'd still be very. Inter- I'd, I'd still be. I'm still fairly interested in how that match will go. Because although Triple H has never been our favourite, it's still an interesting thought, isn't it? Yeah, I don't... Is Triple H going to win? Come on, Mike. Right now, what do you reckon? Is Triple H going to win? I think he has to lose. I think so, too. Otherwise, Brock Lesnar has lost his, his two most recent matches. Which, are mean, which means he'll mean nothing by Mania next year, when obviously I'm sure they're hoping for a huge match involving him. Yep, yep. It'd be very silly thing for him to lose to Cena and Triple H. It'd be a stupid idea. It, it would be, and I'd imagine I'd. I mean, will Lesnar have the title at WrestleMania? Do you reckon? Have the title? Yeah. yeah. And will he be facing the Rock? That's one of the rumors. I'd quite like to see Rock, Brock, and Cena in a three-way. That'll never happen. They're all one and one, but that'd be me. I'd like to see that too. I think that'd be fantastic. Because it, it, it fits all of them perfectly. Lesnar can just destroy. Rock will look amazing. And I'm going to put this nicely. We saw in at Mania he got a bit knackered. If there's three of them, there's less workload on him. And Cena just does what he normally does. It would fit them beautifully. Yep. It would be a fantastic match. Yeah, it would be, it would be amazing. Nicely built up. You know... Uh, and it could potentially be another million-plus WrestleMania buy rate as well with those three main events in it. I, I mean, I, I'm feeling excited just at the thought of it now. They should do it, but they're not, Mike. They should do it, but they won't. We can only hope. You see, again, we as shareholders need to be listened to. We do need to be listened to. Absolutely right. Um, and, it, and, Mike, in terms of Brock matches... Yeah? What other people would you like to see him... Uh, uh, wrestle against, have a match or feud against. If you could bring back, uh, realistically, realistically bring back anyone that even isn't currently employed. Ultimate Warrior. Oh, that'd be just for fun. Just for fun. He's doing a show on YouTube, the Warrior Show, where he takes people and tries to put them in to shape or something like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. It might yeah, be worth. It might be worth YouTube after the show. Um, that sounds like a laugh, actually. It does, doesn't it? Basically. Uh, so basically, he's going to give people the fitness regime that he had at the time. I don't know, but it's something along those lines, even though I'd imagine he was on steroids potentially, but yes. That's pretty much what I was thinking as well, yeah. Basically, I'm going to say to you, eat raw eggs, take some steroids, and hold promoters up for money. You're sorted! <laughs> um, I'll tell you one guy, it could be interesting if you'd. Who's that? If you uh, brought Batista back. Oh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, quite good, yeah. I mean, Batista was never the greatest wrestler. But, yeah, it would would, would create a lot of interest. I mean, a comeback match, perhaps, for the two of them? Oh, yeah. But let's be honest. uh, Potentially, it's good enough, uh, potentially, to be a WrestleMania match. I wouldn't want it to be, but it's good enough. It could quite easily headline Survivor Series or something like that, couldn't it? A match like that. Hmm. That'd be quite good, though, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to see who else, other than Brock Lesnar, Rock, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker is another one. That's crossed my mind. And they supposedly have had um, run-ins in the past. Yeah, I mean that's another wrestler. That's a WrestleMania match. I'd probably be happy with. Lesnar Taker, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be interesting. I mean, obviously that happened a bit before uh, yeah. those two because it was a cage match. Wasn't it? Hell in a Cell, and it was really, 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 you know, one of Lesnar's best matches. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's on the Undertaker DVD, I think, on his uh, uh, his Tombstone DVD. It's like the three, four disc one. Oh, I remember that. His matches yeah. on, yeah. Um, I never saw that match though, sadly. Well, if I'm around next, I'll bring it. We can, oh, we please can, do. That'd be, that'd be fun. We can even commentate on it potentially. Uh, Yay! Yeah, that 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 one. I'm I'm thinking. Uh, obviously, Brock and Rock um, for for, I mean, for WrestleMania. It would be quite cool. Oh, oh, I just thought of one. Oh yeah. Well, it's going to sound a bit strange, but there's, you know, in my room, well, actually, I don't think you've really seen it, there, I've got that, like, plaque thing with some wrestlers on it. 
Oh, yeah. This might sound a bit strange, but what, I reckon you get a lot of buys out of Lesnar Lashley. Ooh. Yeah, because that, yeah. that potentially was there. Were, there were even um, they some talked people about were, it in UFC, didn't they? Well, yeah, anyway, they were teasing something along those lines. Potentially, getting them face each other. Yes, I think that would that be quite interesting. Um, I think that'd be a good match there. Because let's be honest, uh, people kind of turned their nose up a bit at Lashley. But let's be honest, he was a he was all power, but not. I don't think he was. I don't think Lashley was bad. I think he was quite good at times. Funny enough, I feel the same about Lashley as I do Batista. Batista, he was always. I was always lukewarm to him, but in his last run against John Cena and his yeah. matches, they were fantastic. I loved Batista, the Batista character. He was character a great was bad guy. Great, he it? peaked, yeah. and I think Lashley pretty much peaked just before he left as well. Without you know, he did that WrestleMania twenty three. Um, yeah, and then he did. He had a series of solid matches, and in, and he left just so he was getting really good. Indeed, he left in <coughs> January. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I literally wasn't too sure, and I just looked up and saw this little thing I've got of Lashley in the corner of my room. I thought, hmm, that might work. Um, yeah, uh, you're looking at the SmackDown picture, aren't you? I am. Yes, it would work. That's the one. It would work. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of such things, yep. I mean, would you be excited or a bit or not so much at Lesnar Punk? Not so much, <laughs> but I think if it was for the championship, definitely. I mean, it would be good, but at the same time, they're very different. I do oh, think uh, uh, very. If they let CM Punk go, very interesting promos for the next month. Oh, I was about to it. say the same thing. Yeah, the mic stuff between the two can be very cool. I mean, he. It, it wouldn't be difficult for him to talk all sorts of stuff about um, about what am I talking about? I mean, it wouldn't be difficult for him to drop as many quote unquote pipe bombs as he wants. You left to go to football and you were shit. You went to UFC, you were good, and then you pissed off. It wouldn't be too difficult for him to really supposedly get under his skin. Yeah, I mean, you could argue saying, you know, Lesnar, you you, know, you fail at everything you do and then quit. Yeah, Along those lines, even though that'd be a bit hard, it's not exactly the truth, but that's what you could do. Yeah, um, it would be hard, but it'd be fun. It would be fun, wouldn't it? Uh see the things they can do with Lesnar. Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? The things you can do with Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you just blanked out for a second. It's cool. Okay, we're back. I mean, let me think. Oh, by the way. By the way. Something. James, are you there? Yes, I am. I am here. Can you hear me, Mike? 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 Yes, 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 I can. Brilliant. Received. Good. Received. Yep. Are you receiving me up the I am. It sounded like you were sent up the something, but I am receiving you. That is exactly what I said. Oh, good. What you were saying, Mike? Well, what I was saying was, uh, see, we got Lesnar Punkers. I say, it wouldn't exactly be the most exciting thing ever, but it'd be interesting. But what I was going to move on to is uh, also on this thing in the corner of my room, which has got Lashley on it. There's also Mr. Mysterio. He's fucked up, hasn't he? Yes. His, uh, somehow, whether it's his fault or not, we don't, we'll never know. But yes, he has messed up and he's been um, suspended again for a while. Oh dear. Oh 60 dear. days yeah. Sixty days off for Rey Mysterio, yes. Yes. A 60-day holiday, which I found a bit confusing. I mean... Was it? Were they about to bring him back, and then he found a test, or was he? Is he? I is think he... he was due to come back about May time, about nowish. Okay, um, but obviously not now. So it, uh, uh, sixty days. I, he'll be he'll be back in time for SummerSlam. That's the problem with Ray, isn't it? I mean, he 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 got over great. He was world champion for for three months, and it was. All well, right. he was world champion twice, wasn't he? Again, that's for a short period. Ah, technically three then. I think was there a third? I don't. Well, I think it was like only. I think it was only twice. Is it just the two? Okay. Oh, hang on. Wait, hang on. The one I'm thinking of is is all randomness about didn't Ray win and then lost it the following week to Cena and then that's when Punk came back to set up last year's SummerSlam. Maybe, but I'm not sure. Uh, I think I've got that right. I could be wrong. I think it's actually technically three. Either way, uh, but then since. 
he was world champion. He spent most of his... They tried a lot for him to still be a top guy. But the poor sod keeps getting hurt. And now he's got himself suspended. And you just got to think, how many times are they going to try? I hope they keep trying, because I quite like Ray. I imagine have. what they don't want, though, is to release him and then him to go to TNA, even though after a month it only mean nothing in TNA like everyone else. But yeah. uh, I'd imagine that's what they might not want, you know? Definitely I'd be afraid of that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 Ray Mysterio, kind of like The Undertaker, I'm sure he'd yes. be like, he's definitely in the evening, if not twilight, of his career. Yes, he is, yes. So, How old is he now? Do we know? No idea. No idea. I'm, I, I imagine he's sort of around his late thirties now. I mean, he's been he's been around. I've got footage of him wrestling in '95 in in ECW when he just had that question mark on his chest, sort of thing. Yeah. And he was like question mark is is this, and I first saw him before he was like a tiny riddler. Yeah, he, I tell you what, he was really thin in ECW. The minute he went WWE, he put on a lot of muscle, didn't he? So much. He did, yes. He was he was originally only something like 135 pounds, then of about 175. Which makes you think, did it injure it? I mean, the fact that he put on that muscle, did that? surely that didn't help for the amount of weight he was running around with and, and for the injuries, because he's got that extra weight on that knee and he's still trying to do, uh, initially, when he's for his, for his first few runs in WWE, uh, luchador-type matches, which don't really bode well for, for big and muscly guys, which, for his size, I'd class him as a big and muscly guy for someone that tall, you know? For his, because he's not like five foot three, isn't he? He's a tiny yeah. guy. But yeah, for his height, he's pretty fucking hench, as I guess the young kids say. And yeah, it, I, I wonder if that was, do you reckon WWE asked him to bulk up? Don't know, or did he feel he needed to bulk up? I I suspect it was. I don't know. I mean, as you say, it doesn't make complete sense because he was famous for being this skinny, short underdog who had fantastic matches with likes of Kidman and even got good stuff out of Kevin Nash and all that, and, and all those sorts of things. And then Bait and Hooven too, and who have you. And then he gets a WWE, and although he's still great, he's still exciting. He's now more limited. Yeah, it's a bit like um, when they do a sequel to a Disney film. As in, it's still very good, but not as solid as the first film. But yeah. as Disney, it's still very good. But it's, sometimes there's a bit of the magic missing. A bit like the Pirates of the Caribbean films. I love the first one. The other ones, they're good, but there's not the magic there, you know? I only ever saw the first one, I think. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but yeah, there, there, there seems to be something taken out. It's a bit like a Rey Mysterio sequel. Like, as you know, film sequels are never as good as the original. It's a bit like that. I mean, Rey Mysterio in the late 90s was fabulous. Sort of thing. I, I, I only remember so much, but yeah, it was like... Oh, I've got his DVD. Um, his uh, like, uh, best of... Not the most recent one, but the one that, that uh, 2007, 2008, where they did a list of ECW, WCW and WWE matches um, with Rey Mysterio in. With what I'll, I'll, I'll remind me when I come over next time, and I'll lend it to you. Yeah, please do. Cool. That sounds like fun. It does. So hang on. Let's think. So Rey Mysterio is out for a bit. Uh, oh yeah, Brian's in a rather interesting spot, isn't he? CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, can't wait. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are excited about it, but uh, I think Ring of Honor fans have uh, uh, peed and pooed themselves. In that order. I was about to say exactly the same thing. The internet will be pissing themselves right now. Yeah, and rightly so. I mean, these are two people who are Ring of Honor, and now you could argue, um, to some degree or another, as a uh, apart from John Cena and maybe even Randy Orton, but he's not that over, I don't think, at the moment. Yeah, they're they're two of the biggest, uh, most over stars of some form in WWE right now. It's so weird, isn't it? And yet so great, because this, this is going to sound a bit strange. But a few years ago, when I first had, when I had Rock and Wrestling, the other podcast that never really went anywhere, I also did this thing where I wrote these like, little, like, I wrote a couple of, like, this is going to sound a bit strange, like, essays about wrestling, right? And I wrote one, which was, why do cruiserweights fail in the WWE? And now, I can't use it. And no. it's great. And there's, there's apparently a rumour that they're going to bring back their cruiserweight division. Oh, I do hope so. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. On a, before we do go, I do want to quickly mention a subject, Mike. What's that? 
Um, I'll give you a sentence and say what you think. Okay. Chris Jericho, 2012. Doesn't really mean much, does he? After his comeback. He Did not... it fail? I... I I still th- I still love him. I still love him. He's still my favorite. You know, one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, I mean, I, the order is it's my favorite. I'll be honest. Yeah, I got yeah. the Rock, who's up there, uh, Chris Jericho, and then John Cena. At, at okay. one point, Kurt Angle was right up there, but he just says and does silly stuff. So no, he does do silly things, doesn't he? But Chris Jericho. I mean, uh, let's quickly review. He come back before the Rumble. He's going to change the world. Doesn't win the Rumble. Goes to WrestleMania, doesn't beat CM Punk, wants a rematch, doesn't beat CM Punk again, through no fault of Chris Jericho, because I think most, um, because I think most of the promos he's done, uh, and stuff stuff he's done, it's been quite solid. I think a lot of it was overshadowed with Roxena, unfortunately, going to Mania, but that's going to happen anyway. Um, But I think you've had fairly solid uh, promos, interesting storylines, they haven't let him win for whatever reason, and it's the booking, not Chris Jericho himself, I feel, uh, that, because the matches have been solid, that have made Chris Jericho's 2012 comeback a bit of a failure. If you remember, his last comeback towards the end of uh, the last decade was brilliant, and he had amazing feuds with Mysterio, with Cena, and most notably with Shawn Michaels. Has the, the, the magic seemed to have, have gone. He's going away for the summer with his band, Hopefully, oh. with a, with a, with an interest of of coming back, but it's I'm not saying he's stale. He's got a title match for the next paper over over the limit. I don't think he's going to win it. Hopefully, it'd be interesting to see whether he does or not. I hope he does. But that's enough of my rant. What do you think of it, Mike? I think Jericho came back with his usual delightful whirlwind of is it him? Is it him? Oh wait, of course it is, and uh, and all that. Him, as we said, as was made very clear by your and I's silence at the Royal Rumble, him not winning the Rumble was weird. Because, as you say, everything he said about the world will end, this Sunday everything changes, meant bugger all. That was weird. As things come back as a whole, I would like to see him with the belt again, obviously. Uh, I just, I hadn't really thought about it until he brought it up, because... The thing with Jericho is I'm worried that he might get a bit lost in the shuffle. By which I mean, well, surprisingly, Jericho is fantastic. He is going to have to do something pretty quick to eclipse the rise of Daniel Bryan as a top heel, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think he has much hope of winning the four-way because I think this is where Alton is going to get some of his win back and it will end up as a Sheamus Alton one-on-one somewhere down the line. Oh, dear. Well, yeah, it is oh, dear, but at the same time, I never thought I'd say this, Alton makes more sense as a champion than Sheamus. I completely agree. Uh, Alton and Sheamus made more sense as a feud initially. Um, yeah. For the title, rather, but, but you know, but then again, I don't think we'd be in this position had bad. I mean, you had Brian, you know, not had that eighteen-second match, let's say, and yeah. uh, I think WWE, the fans, almost forced WWE to put Brian to keep Brian in that spotlight, which is a good thing. It turned out to work very well in a bizarre way for Brian, yeah. But in terms of Jericho, it is a shame what's happening with him because I don't know what they're going to do with him after he, if I'm right, loses this four-way. So he could get a bit lost. I mean, it's weird. I still, I would, if, if, if his last comeback was 10 out of 10, which it pretty much was, he was fantastic. Yeah, I, I put it similar almost to Shawn Michaels' very long comeback, as in we had a better Shawn Michaels when he came back as to the way it was before. And I think Chris Jericho, we had a better Chris Jericho in terms of what he meant in terms of what he meant to the company and his matches were just as solid and he was allowed that push. So I think overall, we saw, not necessarily he was, but we saw a better Chris Jericho the second time round, just as Shawn Michaels. I agree. He was absolutely superb. I mean, it says it all when you've got a wrestler who only has to lift, and you'll notice what I mean when I say this, all he has to do is lift one fist, one arm in the air and 20,000 people boom out the building. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone, everyone, you get like people who have to have the silly gimmicks and all that. All he has to do is lift that one arm and do that smirk, and the place goes for him. He's brilliant. But if his last comeback was a ten out of ten, I'd still put this like an, an eight and a half or a nine. I'd probably put it at a seven. Um, Only a seven, you say? Yeah, yeah, because I, th- I think at some point it needed either a big win, a title, you know, because he didn't win the Rumble and he didn't win the yeah. title. Had yeah. he done either one of those, it wouldn't have been so bad then, I don't think. Um, I think if he'd have won the Rumble, it would have been better, but do you, do you think you'd feel you'd still feel this way cause he did it, cause if he didn't win the belt, but did win the Rumble, if you see what I mean? Yeah, I'd be just as annoyed, actually, to be fair, because um, we That's mentioned how... Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think um, going into it, I would have liked him to win at WrestleMania, and then obviously CM Punk getting you know even screwing CM Punk uh, a bit after a solid match because everyone really at WrestleMania, rightly or wrongly, a lot of people really only cared about the Rock Cena and, and the outcome there. Yeah. That was the big story. So you could have done a kind of a screw jobby finish, um, but then yeah, at, at main, I, and I wouldn't have liked it, but I don't think it would have mattered as much because you had the Rock Cena thing, and you could have had Chris Jericho win that CM Punk win it back in Chicago? I suspect that they want to take the belt off Punk because it's now been six months with the belt. Yeah. But they're not too sure who to give it to. And that's why Jericho didn't win it. Because much as they love him, they're not sure if he's the right guy to put the belt on right now. Which is wrong, probably, because Jericho could carry any belt. I think he's amazing. And I wonder if Daniel... I wonder if maybe, just maybe, Daniel Bryan... Could be that guy because he's suddenly so over, but I don't know if they will take the plunge with him. I think right now, I think Jericho is doing the best he can with, as you say, some a couple of weird decisions. But generally, I, I generally I think he's still fine. But I think moving on from that, it it makes me think of this. I'm not sure who the next champion's going to be from Punk because if C, if Cena's doing the stuff for Laurinaitis. And as we said before, maybe wandering off. I mean, right now, I think Punk could hold to SummerSlam. True. I, I don't think Cena's going to be wandering off, though, Mike, because. And, you, you reckon that's all I'm only off, saying right? that you remember Survivor Series when he was meant to be fired or lose his job. And oh, he still that's all. Yeah. Basing on that, unless something's actually right, probably wrong with him, I can't see WWE doing that. It's wrong, yeah. and I don't agree with it. But based on that, a few years back, when we were so excited by that Survivor Series, and it was a bit rubbish, and the aftermath was a bit rubbish. Yeah, that was a bit shit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, I agree, Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah, should, should mean more, and they should have gone. Maybe the reason why they're not giving him the title is because he's going away in the summer. But then maybe have him have him come back um, in, in the winter and maybe win the SmackDown Championship, whoever has it then. And he could be, because obviously John Laurinaitis uh, is running both shows, if he still is yeah. there, he could be uh, he could be like, oh, you know, he, John Laurinaitis' chosen guy and he helps Jericho really get the title and he's John Laurinaitis' man. You've got instant heel heat there if both of them end up working together. And he obviously... Yeah, you know, and or, or by something like that. But I think when he does come back, I really, I'd like to think he kind of needs to do either do something very big in a big storyline or win a title pretty quick. I think you're probably right about that. I mean, I adore Jericho, as I say. He's not quite one of those wrestlers like Rock or maybe, I emphasize maybe, Lesnar, who, who's bigger than the belt. No, a, yeah. I kind so, of agree. I see him on the, I see him on the second tier... Um, uh, he's not a rocker, he's not a stone cold you could even argue not Lesnar, not Shawn Michaels but I would still, for me I still see him, even but even arguably in terms of talent about Triple H yeah? Yeah, but, on that, on the, but, but on that same level, on the CM you know, potentially, you know, on the CM Punk, on the Edge uh, Rowdy yeah. Roddy Piper type level on the second yeah, don't, tier don't, don't get me wrong, I think he's amazing and I don't think he sometimes gets the credit he deserves Personally, but I, I just can't help but think with Punk and Jericho and Brian and who have you, they need to take the belt off Punk at some point. Why didn't they do it with him? Was was that? Oh God! You see, like I said, I, before I hadn't thought of it. I just thought, yay, Jericho's back. But now my head is all confused. 
Well, yeah, but then again, Mike, you know, we rewind back to uh, what the belts, different belts meant at the end of the century, the, the late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. right? Or yeah. even in the 80s. Mm-hmm. He could come back, and let's be honest, he could, he could give himself and another belt rub by winning, for example, the IC belt. Not now. But yeah. when it actually meant something, and yeah. forward, it, it could actually mean something, you could have a nice run with it and get someone <laughs> over at the same time. If if there was no room for him for the other two, you know, for, for the for the two big ones, and yeah. you could have a really nice, solid like couple, a few co-main events on pay-per-views and things like that. Be, be you know the same main events and have solid good matches with new guys and to get them over. I mean, even even that would be something. So you reckon that now... So are you saying put him with a younger fella? Yeah, you could do it. Especially because you said, even when he comes back, there may not be room with him at the top top. You know? But, oh, but because the IC belt doesn't mean anything these days, you couldn't do that, I don't think. No, it, it, would look, it, it wouldn't look like the belt coming up. It would look like Jericho going down. Yeah, but I think 10 years ago, or well, not maybe not 10, I think you know, anything between 12 to 20 years ago, you could have quite happily done something like that. That's true, you could. So, it's, it's a sorry state of affairs that you couldn't now, unfortunately. So what the hell do they... Oh, God, you, you see what you've done? You've you put me in all of the whatnot. Now, now what, I guess the question is now, what the hell do they do with Jericho next so he still means something? And maybe you're right, maybe he should have the belt. Yeah, at I least for a bit. Oh. Maybe maybe he should have won it at Extreme Rules. Yes. And then holds it for a bit and Punk has it back. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be difficult. No. no, and then you could have had a, you could have had the Punk uh, Brian series going into SummerSlam, and have maybe like you could have a you could have quite happily had a two or three match series, and it finishing at SummerSlam being being the payoff match, maybe like a ladder match or or an Iron Man match or something like that with the two of them. How about a SummerSlam three way ladder match? Oh, yeah. Punk, Brian, Jericho. Now well, that, Jer- that would be amazing, but remember, uh, uh, poor old Whitey J is not around during SummerSlam because of his ah, uh, banter. Yeah, but that would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah, I thought of that. Oh, bollocks. You see, I didn't know. So what, he, he's on tour with Fozzie over the summer, is he? Yes. Yeah. And, he, and he's uh, allegedly said he's going to miss um, uh, um, SummerSlam, uh, unfortunately, uh, for myself, who is a, a Jerichoholic, um, number 202. Um, but... Yeah. Jerichoholic 202. Yes. Do you remember we're on the promos, Jerichoholics, and they had what number they were? No, I don't remember that. If I remember, I think. But anyway, when he came back in, a, well, not when he came back in the 90s, if I remember. Even Howard Finkel was a Jerichoholic. I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. Um, oh, damn it, you're right. I mean, now, now that I think about it more, they need something big for him, and maybe, I mean, but as you say, if he's... Well, oh! Fucking! Why does he have to have a band? Well, yeah, I know. The, the probably, yeah. The I would probably They're say. They're a good band. They are a good band, but still. Two words: wasted opportunity, and no, th- yes. no fault in my opinion through Jericho. In that. Damn it! You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's. A, I've, been, I've been turned. You've been. Yeah, but the problem is, yeah, I think you. If you don't have him win the belt, you have to have him come back on the raw. On the raw, or I always like it. People come back and pay per views rather than raw because I feel like yeah. even it if it's a bad pay per view, hey, we saw Jericho or, or whoever come back. It mean, you know it means a bit more. Um, yeah, I thought, but have him do something. I don't know what. I mean, even if you had, you know, do like a, had a like it never happened because she's not around anymore. But had like a Linda McMahon come out and have him like punch her in the face and do the walls of Jericho on her. For example, lovely, you know, lovely idea. Yeah, but have him, if he's not going to win a belt or something, have him come back and start a feud and have like an oh my god moment. There must be some woman he can punch. <laughs> there must be. Yeah, exactly. Do your fucking job. Um, Do your fucking job. Oh dear me. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, Mike. Um, we're, uh, well, I think that's about almost it. Nearly time to go. Um, Could he punch thingy? Who? Lillian Garcia. I tell you what. Yes. He could what? do, couldn't he? Everyone. What? He could what? do, no. She, think about it, right? Survivor Series, Mike. She's yeah. announcing a match, yeah? Yeah. And for no reason whatsoever, Chris Jericho <laughs> runs from the crowd, punches her in the face, <laughs> and then uh, does, does the walls does the and Jericho on her. I don't know why. For no reason at all. <laughs> for, for no reason at all. And then he cuts a promo. Um, I don't know. Fantastic. But no, but, but, but you, I think you definitely need to do something big, uh, uh, like in your face, to suddenly get him in over. In her face. In, in a, yeah, 
so to speak, uh, poor, poor Lillian. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, what woman could Chris Jericho punch? Email us at www.podcast at, go- at gmail.com yeah, or tweet it- at www.pod. I mean, he punched uh, Sean Michael's wife. Is- he proper punched her, though, unfortunately, didn't he? She did he take did, her. He did, yeah. He, he, he caught her retreat. But boy me, didn't wasn't that a SummerSlam moment? And didn't that help with that feud? Did you just say boy me? Boy me, yeah. I don't know why I said boy me. I don't even know what boy me means. But boy me. Well, boy me sounds like send me a boy. No, thank you. Yeah, which is all kinds of wrong. Yes, definitely. But anyway, Mike, I'll, I'll leave it to you. Unless you meant boys in like a servant, like a 17th century. Boy! You know, that kind of thing. No, 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 no. No, is that what you meant? No. Uh, <laughs> you see, I was trying to save your face there, but now you just look like a pervert. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was just thinking, uh, wh- wh- how many wrong things is Mike going to say now in the next minute? Um, okay. Do you know how much I'm resisting? You? I know, I know. You're doing very well. I'm trying. I'm trying so you can't. I'm trying. So I want to keep us on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, we we do that together. Don't worry. Um, Yay. Anyway, enough from me, Mike. Take it away. I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Guys, 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 guys. Let me think. What shall I talk about this time? We got an email the other day that got me thinking. Right? We got there's a, a guy who listened to us, uh, Jason Marshall. Right, he's been emailing us quite a bit recently. Lovely, lovely fella. And um, he sent this email the other day with something that surprised me quite a bit. And James, I I must include you in this because this is something yep. I think you'll find quite delightful. You know Ricardo Rodriguez. Yes. Yes. Well, we got an email from this fellow Jason the other day who emailed us saying, by the way, did you know Ricardo Rodriguez was an extra in a porn film? No. no. Nor did I. I don't, he wasn't in a scene, if you see what I mean, uh, but he was an extra in a porn film called Straight Double Ds. Which I think is, which I think is supposed to be like school grades, but obviously means boobs. Just putting it out there. And that got me thinking. Not about boobs. But I, I usually am anyway, to be honest. Anyway, Ricardo Rodriguez, right? He is someone who at one point was a random extra in some terrible adult film. And now he's, now he's living his dream, announcing, of sorts, for the WWE. Now, I'm someone who used to have, and maybe sort of timing it, have dreams of performing, if you see what I mean. I've been an actor for a few years. Now I'm looking at moving on maybe to more regular stuff as I get a bit older, you know. Well, not older, you know what I mean. Don't worry, I'm not old. James, on the other hand, sorry. And I love you. But basically, it got me thinking of this. You get a lot of people who have these big dreams in life who sadly, for whatever reason, have to forget about them. Now, this is not me saying one of these silly things are always stick to your dreams because you never know. I'm not going to be as crass and belittling to you guys is that because I know you're intelligent people that's why you listen to us but what I'm getting at is this there are certain things in life that you should never give up on now then on the one hand I could easily say never give up on wrestling because as I've mentioned before for all of the dodgy promos and weird decisions you have to sift through then there's Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels then there's the fantastic Brock Lesnar John Cena from the other night but in this instance I am mirroring wrestling to life as I often do but in a slightly different way because what I'm getting at is this the certain things in life that you should always stick with as well as wrestling Think of, you know, the girl that got away. You know, you think of that band I used to be into who then released a slightly dodgy album, you know. You think of, oh, I'm too old to do this, I'm too old to do that. Rubbish. What I'm getting at is this. I'm not saying quit your job and become an actor or a singer or anything, dancer or that rubbish. But what I'm saying is this. Everyone who's out there thinking... Maybe I should give her a call. Maybe I should forget about that album and go back to the classics. Go for it. What happens now doesn't have to taint what you had before, right? If you see a dodgy John Cena match with, I don't know, whoever, someone terrible, 
Ryback, well, no, he's not terrible. That doesn't change the fact that he had great matches with Edge. So maybe look back on those. If you don't like, I'm just going to pick a band that I love, the X album by Def Leppard, right? That doesn't change the fact that Hysteria was amazing. And if you had some terrible round with your girlfriend or boyfriend, that doesn't change the fact that you've had amazing times with them too. Pick up that album, pick up that phone, grab that DVD, and in my head, as long as you're enjoying it now, it's still current. The music I listen to is not new by any stretch. That doesn't mean I don't love it. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy singing it with the band I now have. I had a row with my mum, for example, the other day. That doesn't change the fact that I've loved her for the last 27 years. Wrestling is something you shouldn't give up on. And the things that matter to you, like wrestling, are things you shouldn't give up on too. Because as long as they're still with you and in your heart, they mean something. And I just hope that we, me and James, say hello, James. Hello. 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 Tom Jones. Still means something to you too. We will see you soon for a couple of very special shows. Bye. Oh, by the way, Gooseberries. That was for my dad. Good night.